Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, where we meet together at the intersection of truth and courage to discuss the dangers of growing trends and ideologies that threaten our Christian patriotic values. Are you a Christian? And are you patriotic? If so, you will find a home here at Fortress of Faith. This ministry desires to strengthen the saints to be salt and light in your community. Salt purifies and cleanses. Light exposes and gives guidance. When evil shows up, Christians need to stand against it. Today, we are privileged to have former FBI agent John Guandolo on the program with us. John worked for the FBI and the DOD. He still advises governments on matters related to national security, specifically the threat from the global Islamic movement. He actively briefs and teaches members of Congress, senior military officials, police, the intelligence community, key community leaders, and others. Mr. Guandolo served as a guest lecturer at the Joint Forces Staff College and at the U.S. Army War College. Tom invited John on the program to reveal his concerns about dangerous ideologies that are penetrating Christian organizations. We will learn today that Christian leaders are being beguiled and foolishly linking up with known terrorist groups. This is not only alarming, but dangerous. Here now is our host, Tom Wallace. Well, welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, and we have a very special guest here today, uh, John Guandolo. It's been a while since we've had you on Fortress of Faith. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Tom. Great to be back with you. Well, John, you bring a critical message to the topics that we often cover here at Fortress of Faith, dealing with uh, Islamic threats, uh, jihadi threats, and so on there. Your background being in the FBI, your specialty was dealing with the Muslim Brotherhood, which I still stand today saying that it is the most dangerous terrorist organization that is facing the Western society. They're smart in how they do their jihadi practice. They uh, don't dress up as terrorists, but they dress up like businessmen and work under the guise as lawyers and under care and other organizations here in our country. And I appreciate your work to expose that. Uh, I met you the first time in Washington, D.C. at a, uh, a meeting out there a long time ago. Uh, I do read your emails and your things that you put out and the training that you have uh, put out, and I appreciate the work that you do. You're writing about the penetration of jihadi activity coming into Christian organizations. Walk our listeners through that, if you would. Yes. Well, first of all, for the the communist movement and the Islamic movement, uh, the first target is always the, the, the Christian church, Christian community, because for both, it offers hope, and people who have hope are willing to fight and are willing to, uh, people that are willing to stand their ground aren't going to surrender. Although I would argue uh, Europe is pretty much, uh, unlike 500 years ago, Europe surrendered itself without ever firing a shot. But what we're seeing are major, and this has been going on for years, but a, it, it's intensified in the last uh, five years, and we are seeing really deep penetration now into people and organizations that are really Christian leaders who are foolish, who are naive, in some cases, I believe, nefarious. They're intentionally working with jihadis, uh, knowing the outcome. But we see it all over. I, I want to be clear. 
some of these people, like I like them. I think they're actually doing good work in the Christian community, but this is the point. That's why they target them. And sometimes their efforts are so subtle. You know, the Muslim Brotherhood has got a very significant line of operation where they train women how to come into the United States, attractive women, and uh, target Christian men, that especially Christian men that are in leadership positions in Christian churches. They uh, have good-looking Muslim men that go after the daughters of pastors. Because if your daughter's dating a Muslim, you're certainly not going to stand on the pulpit and condemn Islam. Now, that's devious. That's wicked. But this they don't care. That's what they do. And I just find so many Christians, uh, in my experience of doing this, both in the FBI, the DOD, and now uh, at Understanding the Threat, there are a lot of naive Christian leaders out there who think that they will say something like, oh, I'm following the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit tells me this person's okay. Well, as a matter of objective fact, this person isn't okay. They're a leader of a major Muslim Brotherhood organization, and they have got you hook, line, and sinker. So what you're listening to clearly isn't the Holy Spirit. It's your head, and your head is screwed up because you are following a bad guy right down the trail. I wrote an article about this. Jack Hibbs, who's a very beloved Christian leader, and he went on record and, and talked about a woman named Hedia Miramadi who is absolutely a Muslim Brotherhood operative and has been for years. And I knew her back when I was working in the FBI. And she's making the public claim that she's had this miraculous conversion of Christianity. And she hasn't renounced the things that we know she's been working with. So that's one. You know, you have Rick Warren, who for years, uh, he spoke at an ISNA conference, the Islamic Society in North America. And that is one of the leading Muslim Brotherhood organizations in the United States. You have Josh McDowell, who participated his his Sharia love efforts. Um, that's just nonsense. You've got guys like Matt Chandler reaching out to Hamas and Muslim Brotherhood groups. You've got the National Council of Churches completely supporting Hamas Muslim Brotherhood efforts and working with them full stop, no, no exceptions. The World Evangelical Association leadership providing direct support for the international jihadi movement, the National Association of Evangelicals chairman, the chairman of the board, John Jenkins Sr., hosting leaders of the global jihadi movement. I mean, this is not just some small pocket problem. This, these are major organizations, and the list goes on and on. Yeah. When you look at the list of Christian and Jewish organizations that are getting behind the Islamophobia campaign, which is a major effort by the Muslim Brotherhood. Anyway, my point is they have dozens of lines of effort into the Christian community, and they are all being uh, very successful. And let me kind of end this thought with this. The entire interfaith outreach movement in the United States is being run by the Muslim Brotherhood. So if your church is involved in, quote, interfaith outreach or multi-faith encounters, you are engaged with the Muslim Brotherhood. Whether you know it or not, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. You are. And when you're engaged with them, they're running the show. I don't care what your pastor says or what your youth director says. No, we know. You know, I'm smart. I'm read up on this. They are running circles around you. Guaranteed. 100% of the time. We've never found a pastor 
or somebody in a leadership position who says, no, we get it. We know that they're, we know, we understand Islam, but we're, no, they're running circles around you. And yeah. that's the part that I think the, the arrogance combined with the ignorance is a very dangerous combination. I've been teaching and warning about this thing for over a decade. The Muslims came out with the common word movement. They sent a letter to many of the Christian leaders uh, many years ago. And, uh, and, and what they do, they're quoting from the, from the Quran, Surah 364. O, o people of the book, that's us, Christians and Jews, the Al-Aqatam. O people of the book, come to a common word between us and you, that we worship none but Allah, and that we associate no partners with him. And so in a sense what they're saying is that, hey, let's put our slippers together under the table, and uh, let's all sing Kumbaya, let's hold hands. We all worship the same God. We're all worshipers of you know, we accept Abraham and, and Moses and Jesus as prophets of God. Let's not be divided. But their intent is not really to unite our faith. No, 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 no. Their intent is to try to get us to join with them. And that's what we're trying to do, too. Oh, we come to these meetings. Rick Warren and Josh McDowell and many of these other Christian leaders are trying to say, well, we're trying to show the true faith to our Muslim friends. But what's happening, and John, I can witness to this there, and I've seen it time and time again, Muslims are allowed into Christian churches, and Muslims pray to their God, but they never allow the Christians to go into their, their mosque and to pray to Jehovah God in the mosque. It's only a one-way street. It's never a two-way street. By the way, that verse, and that we make no partners with him, is a punch in the nose to Christians. You cannot say Jesus is God. You cannot elevate Jesus to being a partner with God. So it's an offense, what they're saying to us, but some of these foolish Christians don't understand it. So you've given some great examples of what's happening. Now, you say, though, that they're coming with a purpose to dress up. They're wolves dressing up like, like sheep and infiltrating into Christian leadership places, uh, relationships, marriage, and all that kind of stuff. Wow. If I could, I'd like to put a real big exclamation point on this just in these last couple minutes. I want to take one example, and that's all Arab news. And I want to just let me, for your audience, let's talk about who's on their board of directors. Joel Rosenberg. A lot of people know who he is. The former president of the Christian Broadcasting Network. Michael Little, Ambassador Ken Blackwell, who's been heavily engaged at the UN level with human rights, former Secretary of State of Ohio, and others like that, okay? And who do they have? What, who does all Arab news have on their advisory board? Well, they have at the top of their advisory board, Sheikh Mohammed uh, Al-Issa, who is the Secretary General of the Muslim World League, which is the leading Muslim Brotherhood front group on the planet. They, the Muslim World League is an umbrella of many organizations, a number of which their financing has been frozen by the U.S. government for directly support Al-Qaeda. Muslim World League supports Al-Qaeda. The Generals, the Secretary General of Muslim World League, Alissa, gets appointed by the Saudi king. Saudi Arabia, one of the two largest funders of the global jihad, in case anybody forgot that, involved 
in numerous terrorist plots and organizations affiliated with uh, the Muslim World League, like uh, uh, the International Islamic Relief Organization, directly funded the Al-Qaeda operations in Africa against our embassies in 98 and other overseas attacks against the United States. And this son of a gun is their senior advisory board member. Wow. We're not just talking about, oh, he's a guy in a suit and I have to walk around and kind of explain to you, this is a guy who supports Al-Qaeda. This is a guy who supports the global jihad because that's what the Muslim World League does. And we have evidence dating back 30 years. So you have to ask, are these people stupid or are they nefarious? The people I just named on the board of All Arab News. And I think it's a legitimate question that Christians that support All Arab News and other things that these people are involved. And he's not, this guy isn't the only one. I wrote an article and I detailed the other people on the advisory board. These are some dangerous people. These are internationally uh, attached to Al-Qaeda and ISIS. That's who these guys are. Well, I appreciate you bringing that to our attention here on Fortress of Faith. We do care about trying to get the Christian message out to Muslims, but sometimes the associations that we're having is dangerous, and that's why we... Uh, turn to men like you to help us know the associations that are being created so that we can be better advised. Well, John, um, uh, we want to have you back on the program tomorrow, and our listeners, I know, will enjoy having you again tomorrow. And, uh, folks, thank you for being with us. We'll be back in about 24 hours at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.